Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the Bills aren't better than Dolphins. Yes, they are. They just played. They just played, and the Bills whooped the shit out of them. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's finest, Chris Culture, CB, Culture Boy. The sports world is packed. MOB playoffs about to head into the World Series. NBA's back. NFL is obviously current go- currently going on. Um, and we're going to hit a little bit of everything. Of course, we're going to start with Summit and Plummets, but instead of going right into our little... We're going to shorten the week seven recap just a little bit so we can talk a lot more about week eight and the NBA season. But yeah, we're going to go summits plummets first, then head into our NBA awards and champions predictions. A little bit of week seven recaps because this is the first week that all of our teams have won. So it'd be wrong to just, you know, gloss over that. Then week eight preview is going to be the bulk of our episode, followed by Hots and Locks, Summit Savings, and the outro per usual. But. Of course, starting with summits and plummets. Danny, you want to get us kicked off? Yeah, I'll get it kicked off. The Phillies um, kind of been the plummet of the week for me. Um, coming into the week, you're going to think last week they were up 2-0, and you, you did the Kobe meme. Uh, what's Series not over. Come on, man. Jo- job's uh, not finished. Job's not finished. Uh you're up 2-0. Oh, yeah, job's not finished. Job clearly isn't finished. They forced a game seven. They're up 3-2 right now in a game seven. It's really bad. Uh, you're letting a, a abysmal team hang around with you. Uh, yeah. They're just not as good. Yeah, and it still seems to be the case right now. They're down 3-2 as we speak. Um, I'll, let Chris, I'll let Chris get off his summit and plummet at the same time because – Oh, um, yeah, well, my summit is NBA's back. Happy about that. I'm super excited uh, about it. Um, we're just looking forward to it. It's a lot of a lot of offseason moves, man. A lot of moves recently that have happened that made the NBA even more interesting than already is. That, that's why I think NBA has best offseason by far, just so much stuff. And it's just cool to see all that stuff come to fruition uh, today. Um, my plummet, current plummet. Lakers getting smacked around by the Nuggets again. And I just, I don't know. And, and this is my thing. Little players come from other teams and join a LeBron-led team. They just play worse. Like, I ne- gave Vincent last year. 
elite off the ball defender, elite on ball defender, elite shooter. Today, I don't know who this guy is. So three, three for eight shooting, zero for four from three, two turnovers. Complete stinker of a job. Him and Rui Hachimura are robbing the same bank. Uh, named Rob Palenka. And yeah, so that's that's my moment. I will say though something. I mean, not to pick a summit for you, but hey, Cam Reddish going to get minutes because he's trying on the other end. And let me tell you right now, him picking up full court is a little different than Dennis Schroeder because he's a little bigger, a little more athletic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And he can just make corner threes. If you can, if you can combine him and Torian Prince shooting right now, elite three and D player right now. So yeah. since when is Torian Prince uh, an actual factor to the basketball game? Oh, he's been he's been a good role player. Just was on the Timberwolves. Timberwolves suck. He he was a good role player, even on Brooklyn. He was even in Atlanta. No, no, but yeah. this man borderline dropped twenty. That's not yeah, who he is. He's been crazy today, hey, man, you acting you, hey. you, you acting way different. Yeah, he's hey, if he can not, nah, he can seriously contribute if he continues to not hit. Uh, he's not going to shoot sixty six percent from three every night, but you know, stay in that high thirties range. Um, he'll be set. Yeah, I mean, LeBron. And AD sold the parlay. I was like, that's my plummet. Uh, it was close. Aaron Gordon got his 15 that I needed. Of course, Jokic hit. LeBron got 21. I needed him to get 22. Missed the and one free throw. And Anthony Davis, six for 17. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought this was a layup, but I guess I had no such thing, Ben. No such thing. We got Cam Reddish, Gabe Vincent, Jackson Hayes, uh, Max Christie, yeah, I'm about to be casual. And Maxwell Lewis, I had a feeling. His, I was about to say Maxi Lewis. I don't know why. I don't know why, but yeah, that that's <laughs> that's my plummet. But my summit, of course, the boys are back in town tomorrow, looking to get an opening day win, which would be very nice. Got one last year against the Sixers, yearly tradition, um, annual tradition. I should say. Pat Bev strapping that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think there's a single person on the Celtics roster I like Patrick Beverly guarding uh, rotational players at least. Do I like him guarding Grant? I like Grant's not on the Grant's not on the team. Casual. Look at this. Oh, we yeah, start I early. I forgot Grant's gone. Yeah, he's out of here. Good. Get, okay, get him going. He's in Christian State now. Get him away from me. Hey, anyone off the bench? About? I like him strapping. Anyone off the bench? I like him strapping. He's not. He's not strapping Pritchard. I put the on Stewart it. Omax Prosper being the front Bro, court. How nasty! Hey, Pritchard plays like fucking Julian Edelman with a basketball in his hand. What does that even? What does that even mean? He's quick. <laughs> like that's true. Yeah, he's quick. He's very quick. He's gritty. First guy in, last guy out. Oh yeah, yeah. type of guy you'd let date your daughter, of course. <laughs> Which Julian Edelman dated Jerry Rice's daughter. Craziest thing. But yeah, I, I guess with the prom, they went the prom together. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard going to date uh, Michael Jordan's daughter. I don't know. I was gonna say LeBron's, but that's crazy. Don't know. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, but we'll get Chris's summit, and then we can move on to some elite NBA discussion because that's my favorite thing ever. Yeah, we, we go right to NBA. I gave both. My my summit was that um, NBA is back, and my plummet was that the Lakers are losing on the first day back. Oh yeah, 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 I forgot, I forgot. Yeah, the uh, the first one was short, but hey, then if if we're all out the way, then we could just move on to our NBA predictions. And of course, it is only right to start. Who will win the NBA MVP? Danny, you want to get it kicked off? 
Yeah, the NBA MVP is something I've been thinking on for a while. And this is something that I think Luka Doncic finally gets done in what, year five? Year six? Uh, Year six. Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic is my pick for the MVP this year. I think him and Kyrie with a full year kind of start to gel. He just carries his team. And I think there's an argument that if you're talking about the most variable player of a team, something that this team is buns beyond Luka, yeah, he's valuable. (laughs) Yeah. definitely the most valuable to that team. I will say they – I mean, they ain't win with him playing last year either. But, I I mean, full year of Kyrie, I definitely get your vision there. Uh, And then, you know, Chris is going to be there in the flesh watching it all happen. I'm going to be there Friday. Who do they play? Is it San Antonio? No, it's not San Antonio. They play San Antonio. Boy, I was going to say, you're going to watch a Luca Wimby. I, I do have a Wimby game, though. I do have a Wimby game, Luca Wimby game. Yeah, they play San Antonio tomorrow. Yeah, I do. Yeah, they, they play tomorrow. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday, they play the Nets. Yeah, yeah, they play the Nets Friday. Somebody was thinking, I knew it was my good. But I do have a Wimby, a Wimby uh, Luca game. I do have one. Yeah, 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 you need that in the package for sure. Um, Yo, Throw, side note, y'all see the Wemby and uh, and Drake picture? Yeah, I reposted it. Hey, I posted it on uh, my Instagram story. He's so Two legends. So, okay. Chris, who's winning MVP? Danny's got Luka, which kind of feels like picking Josh Allen at this point, but <laughs> he's bound to get one. He'll get one, and this could be the year. Uh, the, NBA, the NBA MVP this year is going to be Devin Booker. And the reason why it's going to be like is because the Suns will have the best record in the NBA. And it'll be the first year with them getting together. So, like, usually with big threes, usually when they come together, it's usually like a, a year, it takes a year to get together. And I think they already had KD and Book. So, I mean, and Brad Bill is a big deal, but I think they'll jail pretty well. But I think they'll have the best record, and I think he'll be the best player on the best team. So, I think a lot of times that, that'll get you MVP. So, yeah, I think it's Devin Book this year. I, I was close to picking Tatum, super close to picking Tatum. I think it, it could be Tatum here, too. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Book. Devin yeah, no, def- I'm definitely on your wavelength. I'm definitely on your wavelength. He's too much of a two for me to win MVP. I could get I could get how you feel that way. I think so a while back when Clay Thompson, they was like, so how are the shots gonna get adjusted with KD coming in? He said, Who shots getting adjusted? Who taking less shots? Not me. Now, obviously, prime Clay doing that, it's him just shooting threes, but Devin Booker's mentality is like, oh, KD's coming. I'm, I'm still not taking less shots, and that's Devin Booker. Devin Booker going to be Devin Booker. Those two taken away from the separation, I could definitely see him having a big year. And him playing point guard will be tremendous for his MVP odds. The assist numbers, they'll do wonders for him. So, look, so let, let me share my vision with you, with you, Danny, so you can see where I'm coming from. For two guys. James Harden's MVP year, he's playing the two. He was handling the ball mostly, but he was still a, a shooting guard, right? And it's the reason it, it came up because his scoring was already up. He was around a 30-point-per-game, but he handled the ball a little more. So that 30 – I think, what do you do, 30, 11, and like 7 or something like that, whatever the MVP number was, it looked a lot better than it really was because he had the ball in his hands the whole game. And for Devin Booker, I feel like he had the ball in his hand the whole game. And on top of that, the weak side is one-on-one Kevin Durant and one-on-one Brad Bill. He's going to fall into 7, 8, assists. He can do 28, 5, and 8 accidentally, and then win MVP if they win 60 games. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. I'm not even saying he's going to have, like, a super crazy year. But I think he can do 30 points a game. I think so. But I think 28, 27, more realistic. Five and seven, going to get your MVP. Derrick Rose got MVP with 25, four and seven, I want to say. Yeah, yeah that, that was Bulls the time team he, was uh, 
That, that's a different time. That's not going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, even not too long ago, I mean, Curry won it with 20. He was averaging 23 compared to Harden's like 29. Uh, but team success, efficiency stats, the three. Well, that that wasn't that. Well, it it was a crazy three-pointer year, but it wasn't that year. That year, he averaged 30 on 50, 40, 90, making 400 threes. Arguably the best season of all time. But, I, I mean, I, I definitely I, I see the vision on it. Um, it. I would say we can th- you can think of like time. I don't know if I can think of a time where like the second best player on a team won the MVP, but this is, this could also be projecting that maybe Devin Booker finally. And another thing, KD ain't necessarily been healthy the last couple of years. He's missed a big chunk of games, yeah, and like if he's out, Devin Booker could you know l- let's say KD misses twenty games this year, Devin Booker. They're they're fifteen and five in that stretch, and he's averaging thirty two a game. They're like, okay, that could be a stretch where his his odds start to shift. I like that one because I have Devin Booker as a finalist. Um, but me personally, I'm gonna go with Nikola Jokic to win his third MVP in four years. Uh, it I guess it's kind of boring. Um, he is the best player in basketball. It's kind of easy way to go. Last year I went Giannis, uh, but I think. Kind of the same reason. He's going to be the best player on the best team in the NBA, best record-wise, at least out West. Um, the efficiency number is going to be there. I think another part of his game that's going to get unlocked is his three-point shot. Now, not uh, everyone knows he can make it. I think he's going to start shooting him more. If he starts shooting him more, that's obviously going to up his scoring. Uh, he averaged 24 last year. So he adds a three a game. Maybe get to the line a little more. If he get inch closer, 27 He's gonna average ten assists. He's gonna average not or you know he's gonna average around that triple double area. He's gonna be super efficient. Um, yeah, so he's just gonna he for for MVP. And again, it's gonna be the storyline that he's not gonna have an All Star teammate because the West is too loaded for Jamal Murray to get in, and it's too loaded for Aaron Gordon to get in. Even though Aaron Gordon, perfect glue guy, could get in on some Draymond stuff, but. Uh, difference between Denver and Golden State and the fan voting and and all that. But yeah, I I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic. My other finalists are Jason Tatum and Devin Booker. Those those were gonna be my three for the long. I I was gonna go with maybe Tatum, like finally as the the breakout year to get it. it it'll it will be tough. He's got a lot of talent on his team. If he is exceedingly better than everyone else on his team, which I think he is, but if he's way above everyone else, and they got the best record in the NBA. I can see it happen, but I'm going to go Jokic for now because it feels safe. What about yeah, the next award? I like that, but my – really, We can go to Depoy. Man, I, I can't believe no one said Giannis. Can't believe I mean, I picked Giannis for two straight years, and he hasn't won it. I, they're just doing my boy wrong, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could have picked Giannis. <laughs> But I mean, your pick is good. I mean, Luca, Luca could stumble into like he's due year. There's been many cases where James Harden got it on a due year, where a lot of people be like, mm, I don't know, like maybe LeBron should have got it. I mean, not to say Harden didn't deserve it. Every time someone wins an MVP, they do deserve it. I think someone might have deserved it more. Uh, Embiid, he definitely stumbled into a his he's due MVP, and rightfully so. Scoring leader, you know. Was phenomenal all season. Um, I can't think of too many guys who 
low key, low key. No, nah, I can't say that. I was gonna say low key. Twenty fourteen Durant, he's the MVP. But no, nah, that's that's not technically accurate. Um, uh, Danny, do you want to? Uh, Danny, you could give us uh, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I think Marcus Smart bounces back, and he, he's the glue guy on this Ooh. team in Memphis. Um, I think he brings a different mentality, and my boy Taylor Jenkins gets him a defensive player of the year. No, I, I, I mean, look, he could be extremely, extremely crucial for their first 25 games. So, Chris, you got any thoughts on that? I mean, a guard winning it two times in the last years, it was only done once prior. I mean, yeah, I, I think that would be a lot. And, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I see James' vision, though. I think, I think it could happen. But I know it's just a lot because there's so many, like, you have to be able to guard smalls and big and stuff like that. So I think Marcus Smart will have a chance with Steven Adams out. I'm not saying he's going to be guarding centers every night, but I'm sure he's going to be on switches sometimes now with Jaron Jackson being the main big, you know, there being a center. So he'll have, he'll have a chance to guard each position. I think it'll be interesting, but yeah, I, it's, this is difficult. It's difficult. Could happen, though. It is. For sure. Yeah, you, you just want to stumble into your defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is this is really a hope pick. Okay, this is hope. I'm hoping the NBA figures it out and gives it to the best defensive player in the NBA, which is Bam Adebayo. He needs to oh. get a due award. I'm cool with it if he finally gets it. He, he deserves one. They gave one to Jaron Fowles more than I block shot Jackson. Now it's Bam's time. Bam actually goes. Two defensive player of the year? Literally, dude. Like Bam guards one through five every night. He literally does it every single night. So on switches, on mm-hmm. DHOs, post-ups. Bam guards everybody, and he does it very, very well. So well, so, so well. It's Bam, it's Bam. And no, there's no other center you put on a forward in Jason Tatum. I've watched him guard Tatum. I've watched him guard Jokic when they play when they played the the Lakers in the finals. They he was guarding Rondo on pick and roll. They were not trying to switch back. There's no other center I don't think in history of the game that you would do that. So I think Bam, he just built goofy as hell, and I I think <laughs> they won't pick him because of that. Really, I, I yo. Know. I think because he built goofy. <laughs> I think his arms could be long. He, he looks kind of stocky sometimes. I'm with you, but yeah, I think I. Nah, if that was the case, Jokic never sniffing the MVP. Nah, they like it because he's uh, international. Yeah. 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 No, nah, they they, they so, can't stop the horse. The horse racing is inevitable. Yeah. Uh, so I thought you were gonna go. Anthony Davis, and I literally wrote down Anthony, Anthony Davis? Davis when you started, and I was like, I mean, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm with Chris. With I'm going with Bam. I'm going with Bam out of bio. Like, it, it, it's such a shame that he, he doesn't get even – I don't get it. I don't get it. They just give it to strictly rim protectors. Not only is he one of the best rim protectors in the NBA, he is one of the best flat-out perimeter defenders in the NBA, and he's 6'10", 6'11". Like, it's it's unreal, man. He's I I, I again. I, I don't even care if he stumbles into a, he's due defensive player of the year. He's he's the best defender in in the NBA, uh, in my opinion. So. How, how y'all feel about Jeru Holiday winning Depoy? I think this would be his year because he's able to really if if he's able to really do it, he's able to focus on defense a lot more because he's got more scoring around him. And and the team defense is gonna look a lot better too. So he'll get he'll fall into more like just random bad passes because Derek White's uh, pressure on the balls. He'll get more 
you know, help side steals. You know, to just get him on ball. That's not bad. That, that that's like a good dark one. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's my eyes. High, high key, I feel like this man Giannis could easily just drop like two blocks, one steal a game, and then. Be I think he's second best in the NBA. I think Giannis. Yeah, Giannis is definitely liable to to win it. I agree. He, he could definitely Yo, do it. Dark horse Ben Simmons. Trust, trust, trust. You know ball. Oh, great play by Boom. Sorry, that was pretty random. I'm a little bit behind Danny, so he might have had a oh, wait, wait, wait. reaction speaking before of, me. Speaking of Ben Simmons, I do want to call this up. Long, long ago, shows, shows ago before, we, we weren't even talking about basketball. Though. This is like, maybe this is like, maybe like mid baseball season, like in the baseball season. I said Ben Simmons is going to have a great comeback year. I said that. Yes. This year, podcast. And when it happens, starting next play tomorrow, I think they do play tomorrow. It, it, it'll, it'll be glorious. So I hope, Danny, that, that's a good pick. I hope, I hope Ben Simmons does with that. I hope he does. I mean, speaking of Ben Simmons, y'all want to go just – y'all want to go into most improved? Yep. Is we that even most, most improved, improved at that point, though? Yeah. Would it be comeback? Yeah, Larry Markkinen was kind of the same thing. Larry Markkinen was hot on the Bulls, had some weird years with the Cavs, went to the Jazz, and he bounced back. So I see, I see what you're uh, I'm going to be the easiest player of all time for most improved. And choose yep. the boy. The boy. I think a lot of people are choosing Macau Bridges. I'm gonna go Jordan Poole with an expanded role in the Wizards. Okay. I mean numbers numbers wise, it could get crazy. Like, cause he's gonna have obviously uh the greenest light uh, Green Lantern's never seen a, a green light like this. Um Yo, also, so, you yeah, know, it could have a new meme where the guy's like the war guy with the gun to his head. The war are you talking about Oppenheimer? Nah, there's like a guy, and he's like a guy that go, is like a, he's like a war guy on TikTok, and it's like me after experiencing blah blah blah. Jordan Poole talking like about the thousand through. yard stare. Yeah, man, Jordan Poole looks like he's been through like a war in the Probably. last season. Like he he looks like he's been through it mentally. So yeah, he, he put on a little facial hair. He, uh, he all the LA hoes left him, San Francisco, I guess. Yo. Are there hoes in DC? I don't know. Probably not. Very, very high vibes in DC. He got he got Joe Biden. Yo. He kicking it with Joe. That's gonna get him most improved for sure. Um JP JP Chris, JB. Chris, you wanna give that most improved? Yes, I do. And uh this is all based on narrative, right? Y'all remember that time they tried to give John Morant uh, most improved because he had fell out of MVP race, but they ended up giving him to Desmond Bain? I think it's going to be one of those years where Anthony Edwards wins most improved because he won't be good enough to win MVP. Like, team-wise, maybe numbers-wise, may not be good enough, but he'll have that type of leap of season, like in that I can be a superstar range, like that that year four. I think it was year four for Tatum, like that that turning point where he went like 26, 27 again, whatever that year was. I think Anthony Edwards has that year. So I think most improved is that is Anthony Edwards. But this is I do want to give a dark horse though. And this is one, this is why I kind of wrestled around. Uh Devin Vasil as well. I would pick him when most improved if the Spurs can win not a decent amount of game, but if they can be decent enough and he takes a jump. I think he averaged 16 last year. He had the big contract extension. If he could go to 22, 23 points, I think Vasil can be a person that can get it to. Yeah, just be the two man to Wemby. Um, and and, and like kind of over Keldon's spot because if Keldon can be more of what he is, more on ball, more you know, kind of 
driving to score, but to also kind of make plays. And Vassell can be that elite three and D, but also like kind of like Bridges, that expansion of Bridges game. I think mm-hmm. it would be, it'd be good. Is that yeah? I love both of y'all picks. A lot of people wouldn't like Ant because he's like already an All Star and he'd have to make a huge jump. But I, it's happened before. Ja got it before. I com- I see it. Jeremy Sochan better. Yo, worst LeBron stopper. I'm afraid. Yeah, I hate Jeremy Sochan. Oh my god. So I feel like I don't think I see this one a lot. My pick for most improved is Anthony Edwards' teammate. I have Jaden McDaniels. So not only is Jaden McDaniels the best perimeter defender in the NBA, by far, in my opinion, he has so much untapped potential on the offensive end of the game. He can take that 12 points, push it to 16, 17 points, and I think that would be enough. The rebounding, if the rebounding numbers can go up, the steals, the blocks are going to be there. Obviously, the eye test is amazing defense. I'm going to go Jaden McDaniels. Um, uh, he, he would also be a sneaky defensive player of the year pick, but again, it's hard for those perimeter guys to get it. But when you're Bam and you're a rim protector and um, you lock up on the perimeter, then, you know, you can get shit done like that. So I, I, drop two I think everyone's picked on that one. Yeah, one more, two more sleepers. So it's not sleepers, but like people that you can kind of look out for. Man, most yeah. I think Jonathan Kamiga's one as well. And um, narrative, not narrative, but like placement wise, if the Hawks do move on from Capella after giving Oneka Okongwu this extension, I think he'd be a guy to look out for too. He can, yep. do, he can do what Capella did, but maybe a little better because he has a little bit more of back to the basket game and a little bit of footwork in my opinion. So I think those are the two. I just want to throw those out there. I definitely see it. Uh, I think another dark horse for me, I, I mean, I'm going to get a Celtic involved in every single one of these. Peyton Pritchard, he's going to be the first guy off the bench your numbers are going to go up, but I kind of don't like that one at the same time. Cause he was just like out of the rotation. It's not like he improved. He just got more minutes. I don't like that one. I don't like giving it to second year guys. I don't like giving it to guys who just went from DNPs to like playing. Like if Max Christie bought out this year, started averaging 11 points. Oh, he went from zero points per game to 11 points per game. It's all about opportunity. That's why I like giving it to someone who's been in the league at least a little bit and made a real jump. I really like uh, Lowry's last year. Uh, we can stick with players if y'all want to go with a six-man of the year. Yeah. I'll let Chris take this one first. Coming on over. Six-man of the year. All right, y'all. Brace yourself now. Six-man of the year this year will be none other than Christian Wood. And I'll tell you why. Christian Wood will be six-man of the year because he's playing for a lot, in my opinion. A talent like Christian Wood at that age, like Christian Wood was waiting around at the end of free agency like he was 35 years old just waiting to chase a ring. Christian Wood was in the prime of his career. He's had 20 and 10 seasons, like multiple years in a row in Detroit and Houston. He's a ball player. And I think he's going to try to really prove that. He's going to try a little harder on defensive end, not be great, but, you know, just show effort, keep boarding, and keep scoring so he can get paid again. I think that's what Christian Wood's motivation is going to be, so. Uh, I, I'll take Christian Wood be, be six man of the year. I, I could see Christian Wood winning it definitely, uh, but but for the same reasons you said. I mean, a lot to prove. Vet in this league, going to be one of the main scorers off the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's not too many hot options for six man of the year. We don't know who's going to win. I got one exactly yet. Honestly, I got one, and I think a lot of you guys are going to be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Is Josh Hart? 
of the Knicks. I don't think so. I like that. I thought he's starting, right? No, nah, he's not starting this year. Oh, shoot. I would have picked that. Great pick, Danny Dang. I thought he was starting. Josh Hart is a pure hooper. If you win <laughs> basketball, he can just purely hoop. I don't know if he's a pure hooper. I think he's a football player. But, no, I can definitely see it. If, it's, if he can take some level of scoring leap off the bench, his defense is already amazing. Um, I don't know why. He, rem- he remind me – his shot remind me of Clay Thompson. He – his aura reminds me of Jimmy Butler. It's probably just the braids and the headband, but um, I can see it happening. But I'm going to go with his teammate who lost out on it last year. I'm going to go with Emmanuel quickly. I think he's going to be the main scorer off the bench this year. Um, I hope he learned something from the last playoff run that if he can't guard, he's not playing. So, um, yeah, hopefully he – Yeah, obviously. Maxi is the best variant of Tyrese Maxi. There's him, Bones Highland, Manuel Quickly. They're all the same person, and uh, he's the best one of them. Uh, but, yeah. Um, we're not missing yo, any player yo, chill, awards, chill, chill. are we? Aaron Fox is the best Tyrese Maxi variant. Nah, that – Fox isn't a Maxi variant. He's got the hair. Fox is a Fox variant. He's he's unique. He's, he's, very, he's a very unique player. They both fast as um, hell. Hey, Devin Booker, that is true. Too, by the way, he's playing point, um, Booker. point Booker is insane. Uh, sorry to interrupt basketball talk. Is Zach Wheeler on the mound right now? Certainly is. Oh, it's gotten that bad, hasn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. With, uh, congrats on the Arizona Diamondbacks for making the World Series. Congratulations. Phillies blow it up. Um, but are we missing any player awards? We got Depoy, MVP, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved. It would just be coach of the year. I think clutch player of the year. It sucks, but I think it's a thing. I don't have a have person. De'Aaron Fox won it last year. Like, De'Aaron Fox is not the clutchest player in the NBA. He's very clutch, no doubt. But, (laughs) no. Yeah, yeah. We can skip that award. That's that's some BS. But do we have any other player awards? Like, am I? No, you're good. I think that's it. I just I, I don't want to be I don't want to be tripping, but de- yeah, y'all, y'all, could, y'all could be right. I, I'm just gonna double check with our our ones from last year. Yeah, MVP Depoy. Oh, we forgot a big one. Well, we do to the guys. Come yeah. on, come on, yeah. come on. It's, yeah, it's, we're, we're being casuals. What, what am I talking about? What? What? It's definitely – I mean, he's my pick, but there's still discussion. Who winning Rookie of the Year? Uh, maybe Scoot Henderson, who just got the keys to the worst team in the NBA. Chet Holmgren, who can make an immediate impact on a playoff team. Yeah, I'm, I'm not picking Wimby for, for him, Rookie of the Year. Uh, not like not even. I'm, I'm, I would pick Chet first, or I would pick Scoot. And the only reason not even because I'm hating Wimby enough, I think Wimby's going to be better than all of them I do. But I don't think he's going to like – I'm going to say play enough, but I, don't, I think the Spurs going to be real cautious with him. Over the years, I don't see him. Like, it's possible. Not, it's not possible. Like, I see him not qualifying for that reason. So well, I mean, I'm going Wemby. If he plays 65 games, they're probably going to give it to him. He's going to average like 19 and 10 or like 20 and 9, something like that. Um, But I'm assuming Danny's uh, going off Wemby, off the vibes here. But we can go to Coach of the Year. Um, I actually wanted to start with this one. Um, 
I'm actually I just wanna double check. Yeah. For mine, I'm going with a good friend of Danny's. I'm going Taylor Jenkins. Jenkins. And I think this because I'm going Taylor Jenkins because that first 25 games, he's going to show why he is one of the absolute best coaches in the NBA. He can 25 games. If he can get that team 15 plus wins. No, I think if he can get him like 18 plus wins, go 18 and seven in the first 25 games without jaw remarkable. And they'll just go from there. They'll just get better. They'll have a good record. I think I have them as the sixth seed in the West. Like that might not get you it, but I think they'll take into account the, uh, the absence of jaw um, and the job he's just going to do defensively. I mean, I think he's going to do, make a good adjustment to the Steven Adams injury. And of course the Brandon Clark one, cause he won't be in this year, but I'm going with Taylor Jenkins. I'm going with Danny's friend. That's my pick as well. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NBA and with Ja out a lot of games. I think he proves why he's the goat. <laughs> the goat. Why he's a UPenn legend now. No, UPenn's finest. Yes. <laughs> in a select few. I'm about to say, I'm about to say um, who, who, who's going to be coach of the year? I know who's going to be coach of the year. Well, I, Nikki I, Chops to say Darvin Ham. I know. Yeah, I, I'm never going to say Ham Sandwich. Nick anymore. Nurse. Nick Nurse. We, we finally got Schroeder off our team. Dude's still running three-guard lineups. Free me. Um, no, so I, my coach of the year is going to be none other than Jamal Mosley. Um, and I say that, I think the Magic are going to be a playoff team, not a mm-hmm. – I think they're going to okay. be a They're going to be a seven seed. So I think Jamal Williams is going to be coach of the year for that reason alone. Um, I see a big step from Paolo. I think Paolo's going to have a 25, 8, and 4 this year. I think Paolo's going to be elite, elite second-year player. One of those ones. Um, I think Paolo's going to only get better. I really like his game. Um, I don't love Jonathan Isaac, but Jonathan Isaac's a great defender. I wouldn't have So I think having that back in the lineup is going to be good for them because this gives them the opportunity to play, you know, taller, faster. <laughs> you know, make, make noise for the seven seed. If they can do that, I think Jamal Williams gets coach of the year. Yeah, I like that one because – it is Apollo leap time. It's time for that 25, 10, and 5. We're ready for it. You're about to have a year. I can smell it. Come on. But uh, last thing that we must discuss is who who went in the NBA Finals and who are they beating? My prediction. As a Sixers fan, it kills me. We're not going to win it. But we know. Why? <laughs> we know. We know. East can, um, East, the East can sit out this year. This is Milwaukee, Boston. <laughs> call me crazy. I think that the Boston Celtics lose in seven to the Phoenix Suns. Oh, that's not crazy at all. That's probably one of the most... Uh, popular takes. Um, it could happen. In a world where the sun stay healthy? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's real. Okay. Dude, it's just going to be fucking straight hoop ball. Street hoopers. Oh, yeah. Tatum versus KD. Book versus JB. Well, Book will be guarding JB. I would hope. Hey, you could If you put Bradley Beal on Jalen Brown, God bless your soul. But... Um, he says Jalen Brown left. You got a chance. Yo, watch your mouth. 
Elite. Uh, watch your mouth. He's cooking you got this chance. year. You're, if if Jalen Brown goes left, you win. No. Stop lying. Stop lying. You're trying to tell King yourself is... false narratives. I'm not. He can dribble with his left hand. He injured his elbow last year. Nerds. <laughs> his elbow might be injured again. Well, elbow injured. He's still better than James Harden. Yeah, two things can't be true. <laughs> yes. Yo, he 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 really only he really only got one hand, and he's a top twenty-five player in the NBA. And he averaged in twenty-seven. That's nuts to me. Like he he lacks basic basketball fundamentals, and he's just he's still nice. But um. I'm obviously look. I'll get called biased, but if I were to take this jersey off and you knew nothing about me, it would still be a good take. I'm taking the Celtics over the Nuggets in six games in this year's NBA Finals. I thought that should have been it should have been the matchup last year. Tana messed up his ankle, but it's cool. It's cool. It's the bounce back here. Trust. <laughs> Big trust. Uh, I think. Yeah, we'll get into Big Trust in a bit right after this too. This is the year for uh, Battle of the Banner. It's going to be Lakers-Celtics. NBA is going to make a lot of money. It's going seven. Uh, it's going to be Lakers over Celtics in seven. LeBron James finals MVP. I like that. Oh, yeah. Well, mine, Jason Tatum finals MVP, if I didn't mention. And then, Danny, who who would be your finals MVP in a situation where the Suns win? Would it be Book or KD? Dario Sark. Yo. He's on the Warriors. I don't think he's there no more. Like, no, you cannot give him that. <laughs> That's a straight Sixers joke. Um, he's a process legend. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. He's a process legend. Aaron, Aaron Bates. Yeah, he's legend. He's legend in Boston. Y'all, y'all, he can go to any bar in Boston and get whatever he wants. The, the fucking uh, Aaron Baines fan club uh, on Twitter. But no, reg- legitimately... Um, I see Kevin Durant winning. All right. Well, that is our NBA predictions for this year. Um, and we can just real quick move on to a week seven recap. Um, I'll let Chris start. Yo, his Ravens. All I'm going to say is my people from Detroit did all that talking. Let me know, like, yeah, we see y'all this week, blah, blah, blah. I don't think we – I don't even know. This may be a fact. I don't think they had a first down until the second half almost. Like, it, it was unreal stink fest of a performance the Lions put on, i tell you about that. And it was just a beautiful game by my Ravens. Defense looking great, i tell you that right now. Patrick Queen, um, uh, Roquan Smith, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Humphrey. I mean, yeah, Kyle uh, Hamilton, I'm sorry. Hamilton. I said Humphrey. I would say to everybody. But, yeah, dude, they played really good. I was just happy to see it. Um, it was just a good game overall. Like I said like I said last week, it was one of those things where can the offense look good against a good defense? Can the defense stay and continue to, you know, hold people to not getting yards and not getting points? Those, those things happen. So I think the Ravens are on that track that I think a lot of people had them on, like, you know, being possible Super Bowl contenders. And I think that game kind of showed them. I was happy to see that. Yeah, me personally, if this game didn't do it, oh, this game should have done it. Uh, Lamar Jackson is my front runner for the MVP right now. He's playing out of his mind, and this is how I think he should operate the offense. I mean, I think he, better than anybody, should realize I don't have a number one right now. Like, Mark Andrews is 
uh, like a, an elite tight end, top three tight end, um, and would be the number one option on a lot of teams. But like he not Mark Andrews isn't taking over a game like a Kittle or a Kelsey. So I got to use a little bit of Mark Andrews. I got to use a little bit of Zay Flowers, Odell, Rashad Bateman. And when they're catching the ball and they're getting yards after catch and building off the opportunities Lamar creates for them, it's really a beautiful thing to see, man. It, it was it was awesome. And the defense is kind of the same way. They don't have, aside from Marlon Humphrey, um, they don't have like a guy. In the field corner? That, I, Marlon <laughs> Humphrey, oh, and Temple Legend Rocky Sin, of course. Uh, we don't have any NFL corners outside of Marlon Humphrey and Rocky Sin. I think we. How about here. Temple Legend Tavon Young? Uh, who played with? Yes. Uh, come, uh, sorry. come on. The Ravens love their Temple Legends, man. They know ball. Didn't but, he play with Dion? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dion has a picture of Moss and Tavon Young. Probably. Dion was that dude. I'm telling you, he was that dude. Look up Dion Shaw on YouTube. One of the best ever. Look up Demir Shaw too. They were both, they were both like I think like co-players of the county or something. One went to Cardinal O'Hara, one went to Ridley. They, they were nutty. But again, with the Ravens defense outside of Marlon Humphrey, you don't really have a like number one guy that can create pressure. And as a unit, they threw golf off his game. It was it was beautiful overall. Just great team things from them. Danny, do you have anything to say about the Ravens, or did you want to get into the Steelers talk? I'm going to go Steelers talk, talk about my Steelers. TJ Watt proved that why he should be deploy of the year, why he should be an MVP mm. candidate in the NFL, and why he matters so much to the Steelers team. Coming out of half, they're down 9-3. Pick off Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup, you, we know you're running that sh- shitty-ass fucking out route. That's TJ, you're not playing with that. TJ, TJ Stafford, Cooper Cup. All day. <laughs> well, I, I do – I do believe in in a in a very hot weekend, in a very hot weekend that you know featured Miles Garrett single handedly winning a football game. Uh, TJ's performance was a little undermined, but I, he was just as good. TJ TJ Watt was phenomenal. I agree. Um, offense, little kind of got an identity going there a little bit. Run the ball, run the ball, and the pass will benefit. It's that simple. George Pickens had a pretty good day. Najee Harris had a good day. Kenny Pickett had a pretty solid day. He's actually been rather consistent, the Stafford show. But, um, yeah, overall, great win for the Steelers, in my, uh, in my opinion. Um, Chris, you have anything to say about the Steelers before I go on this uh, godly rant? Shout out to the Steelers. Get, uh, TJ Watt, unreal player. Uh, good to have Deontay Johnson back, I'm sure. Good for that. Um, I don't know. Just, just, just good to see. Cause I mean, they beat us, so I gotta have respect for them. And they've been playing well ever since. So, yeah, shout out to Steelers. Salute. Yeah, um, I mean that, that hey. division. They have three teams in the playoff picture right now, and the Bengals are the ones sitting out, and they're starting to get their mojo going. So, Side very note, scary um, division. Y'all know how when this show got a Trey Turner moment on this. Yo, come on, man. Um, Trey Turner has a mo- has an opportunity in a game seven. Oh my god! You said opportunity. I thought meant he did something already. He ain't doing anything yet, but it's coming. no. He let he left that bat in the regular season, man. It's over. Um, but we move on. Philadelphia Eagles. Me and Danny were there in the flesh. We watched the Kelly Greens. 
Eli Ricks is the him. best cornerback. Eagles yes. best cornerback. Yes. Eli Ricks. White guarding Tyreek Hill. Three targets. No catches. You know who else played a good job? Josiah Scott, who we picked up off the street. Not literally the street. That's what I'm going to say. Picked him up. Footlocker. Literally, yeah, bro. We, we picked him up at your local Chick-fil-A. Like, and he he was here for a little bit last year. He led up a big third and 30 against the Cowboys, and everybody hated him for it. No, he did pretty good. He did a good job tackling from the slot position. Early on, you could tell first drive, they were having a tr- tough time setting an edge on Tyreek Hill. And then one play, Tyreek catches in the flat, or it was a toss play or something like that. He get the ball. Josiah Scott is, is playing basketball with him. And Tyreek's trying to make him miss in a phone booth, and it ain't happening. He forces him out the sleigh, and, and you know they make the joint tackle. He did a good job. Uh, what I think, but I mean, obviously, big credit to defensive line. What happened, why I said the Eagles could win defensively, is exactly what happened. Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis are psychopaths. Uh, Hassan Reddick ate his Wheaties this morning. Josh Sweat ate his Wheaties this morning. They went out, got pressure. Once Tua's first read isn't there, once he has to get the feet moving, get the feet chopping, over. Now, mind you, still a top 10 quarterback in my opinion, no doubt. That's a difference from good and great, though. Can you throw off the back foot? Can you make crazy angles? Can you make plays out of structure? Can you do things without your coach? Can you do things without your receivers? Answer, kind of not fair because I would also rely on my coach and, and receiver if they were, you know, an MVP candidate, a coach of the year candidate. But uh, nonetheless, offensively, Jalen Hurts, eight, two turnovers, but I'm more eight, three total touchdowns. Uh, Dallas Goddard had a good game. Smitty had an okay game. I mean, his production hasn't really been there as of late, but uh, run game, solid as usual. But man, how about AJ Brown? Him. First wide receiver since Calvin Johnson, five straight 125 plus yard games. I've been having the second best season for a wide receiver this year. I'm, it may be recency bias, but I truly think for the past two seasons, even he's been better than Diggs. He's been better than Chase. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, y'all could call me biased. I get it, but I do think there's a great argument with him. He has the upper body strength that no other wide receiver can provide. You can't jam him. Don't dare man press him because he's too fast for that. Jump balls as all his, he's snatching it uh, every single time on his big play. Jalen threw it a double coverage, put it right in the basket. AJ was getting tugged on the jersey. You could not even tell because that dude is too strong. I could, I don't know if football players know or any, like you throw a, a a resistance band around somebody and you're holding them and they're running. I promise you, AJ Brown, if he ever did that, it just wouldn't bother him because he could just drag grown men all around the field, dude. Game was awesome. Uh, Jalen used his playmakers, used Dallas Goddard. He used A.J. Brown. Uh, Philly got pressure through the middle. I mean, outside of that pick six, that batted pick six, 10 points. Best offense in the NFL, 10 points. Who shout out to the Eagles? Sorry. All-time rant right there. But uh, any, if any of y'all got uh, opinions on that game before we go into week eight, uh, y'all are free. Yeah, AJ Brown yeah, we went him. to the game. A.J. <laughs> Brown, like we said, is him. I would like to give Jalen Hurts his flowers. Um, people are going to say, oh, he threw that pick six. I think he played a very clean game on a hurt knee. He kind of didn't do anything too special, but he he played the game very cleanly, aside from the pick six that hit off someone's helmet. Yeah. He played very clean. I was saying a quick sidetrack. Devin Booker's at 15 in the first quarter. 
He's a um, he ball. <laughs> say at least. Yeah. yeah. Devin Booker. We uh, to... Oh, go ahead. He's a Phoenix Suns legend. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Best player in the sure. NBA. Yeah. Chris, you got anything to say about Eagles real quick before we go into week eight? Um, I like the Eagles win. Um, I'm a big Devontae Smith fan, so I didn't get the ball a little more. But, I mean, AJ Brown's tearing up, so I mean, what, what can you say? Yeah, all around good game. Yeah. Uh, good to see Jalen Hurts play, play pretty well. So, yeah. And then the Kelly Green jerseys are, are, are lit. And I think the, the most lit part about the Kelly Green jerseys that i seen was Jalen Green, Jalen Green, Jalen Hurts, white and gray, 11 cleats. They were, they were super icy. So, shout out to Yeah, he's so Jalen. One thing Jalen going to do, Jalen going to put it on for sure. He go put it on every time. Uh, but we can roll right into week eight. We can start with the Thursday night game, Bills versus Buccaneers. Um, let's start with the guy who called Patriots over Bills. We can start with Danny uh, on uh, Bills, Bills Buccaneers this, this Thursday night. Yeah, Bills Buccaneers. I think the Bills bounce back. I think it's pretty clear. Uh, the Bills are better, the better team. They are just a lot more disciplined. I think the Bills have a chance to blow the game because the Bucks have very, very, very sleeper of a team. But my choice is, as always, is going to be the Bills. Um, I think Josh Allen against the inferior defense will do laps against them. Yeah. I agree. Um, again, another game where Bill's interior can get pressure on a guy who doesn't have amazing pocket presence in Baker Mayfield. That's where I kind of think the money will be made. Um, Baker so Mayfield yeah, go- is just a Kenny Pickett variant. Well, well, Kenny, well, they're all Kirk variants. So, uh, which, you know, shout out Kirk Cousins. Big game last night. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I basically agree with Danny. Uh, I think Josh Allen bounce back game. Uh, I have a hard time seeing him play two bad weeks in a row. Um, so I, I think the defense is going to step up. And um, I guess Josh Allen technically already has played two bad weeks in a row. But um, Chris, you got anything to say about this uh, Bills Bucks game? That surprisingly, Bucks are three and three. Bills are four and three. It ain't that much better. Yeah, the Suckers versus the Bills. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, I'm an elite Baker Mayfield hater. Elite. Uh, I pick his interception every night. Every time he plays, I pick it. <laughs> oh, he does. Uh, I'm not a huge Josh Allen fan. He's cool or whatever, I guess. Uh, I really do like Stephon Diggs. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a, a cool wide receiver matchup, even though watch he's going to guard each other, of course. But Mike Evans uh, v. Steph and, uh, Stephon Diggs. Then, yeah, Gabe Davis v. Chris Goblin. That's pretty cool. And you know, y'all know I like playmakers, so I think I think that's a cool aspect of it. But outside of it, I'm not really expecting much. I've had my hopes up to last Monday and Thursday night games. And, and yeah, one of the more whatever Thursday nights, per usual, of course. Um, but Danny, did you want to get started with a you know an actual game you wanted to to, to preview? <clears throat> yeah, I think it should be one of the games of the week. Um, I'm going to go Steelers Jags. I think the Steelers had a statement to make in the NFL after beating the Rams. Aside from a bad game played against the Texans, this team is basically five and one. Um, if they would have beat the Texans and played better, they'd be five and one. They're four and two. They're a well, lot you can't. better. 
they got stomped. Like they, they got stomped in their two losses. There's no like anything up for debate. They got destroyed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they got stomped. Uh, I mean, four and two, but still chilling. So very good, very solid team. Better than a lot of people expected. I think the game of the week it could put the Niners on a three game losing streak. Is the Bengals versus 49ers, and I'm gonna pick it. Um, I think the Bengals are finally hitting their stride, and I'm I'm digging it. Uh, I'm digging the Bengals beating the Niners this week, and the Niners falling off. Yeah, about that game. Um, so and I'm so mad I bit my tongue on this, but I what I was thinking going into Niners Vikings was okay. Jim Schwartz led like awesome defensive guy. Browns got amazing personnel. I think what you were seeing as well, Danny, is they could give Brock Purdy the craziest looks he's ever seen. And it happened and he played a bad game. And I'm like, okay, Brian Flores is an even greater defensive mind, in my opinion, but he don't got the same talent. And I, and I fell for it because I doubted that Brian Flores couldn't make that defensive crazy. And he they were awesome. They were getting pressure on Purdy, making him move around, make him throw on the run. And it worked. They got turnovers. They did a great job. They held a 49ers offense to 17 points. Uh, yes, they didn't have two of their five pro bowlers. Boo-hoo. But, yeah, I could definitely see the Bengals winning that based off the same thing. Their defense has kind of picked it up the last two weeks. Give them something he hasn't seen before. Watch the tape. What are the what did the Vikings do? What did the Browns do? Get pressure. Give them smoking mirrors. Give them cover two with the star. Rock it. Make it a, a, a cover three or Look like you're in cover two, have the corners fall back, cover four. Like, do something like that. Do twists and turns and make Brock Purdy uncomfortable because, quite frankly, we're starting to see that's the type of quarterback he is. Not very comfortable with pressure, and and that's okay. He, he's young. He'll work on it. This week's not the week, though. Chris, anything to say about Bengals, Niners? A lot of playmakers. That's your thing. Hey, I was about to say, you know me. I, I'm, I'll be there. If 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 there if those two legs are there, I'll be there. Um, but yeah, I, I actually like Brock Purdy. Uh, my girlfriend kind of made me like him even more. She's like, oh, he just he just seems like so nice. I'm like, you know what? Cool, he is nice. So whatever. But, uh, <laughs> nice guy, nice guy. Yeah, you know, he looks like a cool guy. But yeah, um, yeah, just, just looking forward to a, to a good game. I think the 49ers are gonna play a little better than they did. Um, and I think that was kind of embarrassing, like the, the the output they put out. So I think they're gonna play a little better. And the Bengals have been on the run, so I think this is gonna probably be one of the, the better games of this week for sure. Yeah, I see it. Chris, you want to go again into your game of the week? Ravens are on a bye, so oh no, they're not. They, they, they play Cardinals, not. but and I'll tell you why they're not on a bye. And this is that's why <laughs> that's my game of the week. It's my bias. I'm gonna be there. I'm going to Arizona on Saturday to see nice. the ball versus. The yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm happy to see that. And, I mean, outside of me going and that being my reason why I'm calling the game of the week, um, I'm just – I, I want to – I'm interested to see how the Ravens play. After a big game, after a big win, don't – you can't have a letdown. Like, even if they win, I don't want it to be a close one. Like, it shouldn't be a, a one-score game. Like, you know, I think you need to build up that momentum, show your – show if you're going to be dominant this year, show that and going out and beating the team you're supposed to be by the amount you're supposed to beat it by. If that's even a thing, but you know what I'm saying, like you know, just just go out there and, and assert yourself. And I, I want to see the Ravens do that. So outside of me going, that's that's my game of the game. That's one. Yeah, Danny, any words words on that? Yeah, they're gonna on dominate. The uh, Josh Dobbs <laughs> is gonna look like a decent quarterback for about two quarters, and then Lamar Jackson's dropping forty piece. Um, 
not much yeah. to say. I, I, I would have to agree. And not only in the fact that I think they will, I think they should. Like, the difference, like, here's the thing with the Ravens. Everyone, I, I know everyone thinks they're contenders. They are always contenders if Lamar is healthy, no doubt. The difference why I think teams like the Chiefs and Eagles, they can get away with these close wins against bad teams is because we know what we know what they're going to do when they lock in against a good team. And the Ravens just showed that. But, you know, coming off a big win against the Lions, do the same thing to the Cardinals. It's good for team morale. It's good for the vibes. It's good for Lamar MVP case. Go out and dominate. Don't play with your food. We've seen what happened when they play with their food. It don't end well. Uh, because you don't necessarily have the overwhelming talent outside of Lamar to make up for big mistakes like that. So, yeah, that's a that's a great game of the week. This could easily be a trap game. This could easily be a trap game for that's Baltimore awesome. going to one in six, one in six Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, but if you are the Ravens, this isn't a trap game. You go down there, you handle business. You get Lamar Jackson out by the end of the third quarter. Like it should be something like that. No, no, in my it is a trap game. You beat the trap out of them. Yeah, walking your walking your trap, take over your trap. That's the trap game. That's how it should be. Um, sorry, I don't know what Bentley was doing, but uh, um, we can get into no. my game. My game. Ah, uh, really like this one. Brown Seahawks. We're looking at an offense with that hasn't really shown it, but has like out of this world capabilities. Um, you know, DK was inactive last week. I don't really know what's going to go for this week, but um, the you got an offense that hasn't really shown it's explosive yet to, to like an insane degree outside of the Lions game um, versus a defense that is um, best best in the league. It's the best defense in the league. Miles Garrett is one or two in the depoy rankings right now. Him and TJ Watt are fighting for their lives. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see that, but where I think the Seahawks can get this win is that the Browns offense is just too stagnant for my liking. It's, it's not enough dynamic play from the quarterback position. Uh, Amari Cooper is great. Uh, I still think he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Uh, but there's not enough juice in that offense to really take advantage of a Seahawks defense that has really, really stepped it up. I mean, Devin Witherspoon is awesome. You know, you got you obviously you got Woolen, you got Adams, uh, you got Diggs. I mean, th- this the secondary is it's booming. One would say. Uh, so that's my game, elite offense high potential offense versus very good defense. Um, and of course, Temple legend PJ Walker will be there. So um, unfortunately, my man is going to take it all this week. But if they win, I win. So it doesn't matter. Um, and y'all got word. I say we're talking a lot of ASC North, but I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. Uh, if any of y'all got any words on that. That's all I got. Oh, okay. So when I go up and edit this, it's just going to be me yapping for a minute straight. Um, no, I you got off a clip, though. That was fire. I didn't want to hate on it. <laughs> no, nah, bro. I don't know. Yo, if y'all ever have words, you know, y'all can always just y'all can always just say it. How about this real quick before we get into hots and locks? Mid-off of the week, Bears Chargers. 
There's a lot of yo. There's yeah, that. I the Chargers are mid, dude. Because I like their team. I like a lot of components of their team, but they are it just doesn't. Team. And 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 I want to say something else too about the Chargers. So you were right. Austin Eckler ain't nothing but Tavon Austin. In He's the back. a bum. He's, He's bad at football. He's he fake. And everybody blamed Herbert for that loss in the playoffs. No, it's because Austin Eckler gained a whopping six yards in the second half on the ground. That is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he. he, he he, he played me right there, so yeah, I hate the Chargers. He, yeah, but he he fooled us. He, he bamboozled me, led me astray. I had the curtain pulled on my eyes. But yeah, I, I guess I'll, somebody yapping. I guess I'll start the mid off that is Chicago versus the Chargers. I, and I, I am a Bears hater. I do Desmond well documented, but I want them to lose really bad this week because for some reason people saying that this Tyler. Uh, I can't say how you say his name. Correct. Tyler. Ooh, wait. Where for? The back of oh. the Bears. Which oh, Tyler, Tyler Bajan, yeah. Yes. No, no. Dude completed 22 pass for 160 yards. Any, <laughs> I could probably go out there and well, – okay, not me. But somebody can go out there and do that. And they're trying to say, like, Justin Fields can't do that because Justin Fields won't check that. Give me a break. I want them to lose really, really bad so the Bears can appreciate what they do have in Justin Fields. Yes. I, I see that vision, definitely. And it's not even like I want the, the, the quarterback to be back. I mean, I want to do well, honestly. But it's like – the the takes were getting out outrageous. I mean, Twitter is one of the places I've seen a lot of those takes, and Twitter's a crazy place. But at the end of the day, bro, let, let, let's be for real. We're gonna be anything. Be for real. So I want the Chargers to get their offense on track. Yeah, the the Chargers would have some nerve if they didn't hang thirty on this on this Bears yeah. team. Uh, they they they'd be so unreal. Um, no, y'all want Chargers thing? Most Chargers thing ever is to drop thirty, but also and lose, give up thirty five. Because their offense and defense is not interlinked, as one would say. But we can get into the um, week eight hots and locks. This has almost felt like two episodes with the NBA, big bulk NBA, and then back into the the football swing of things. But uh, Danny, you want to get us a start of hot and locks? Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of the priority of this section because I hit my my hots have hit back to back. Yeah, that, yeah, no, no, no. That's why you always go first. So, <laughs> so I'm going first, and. Man, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. This week is gonna be a straight out slugfest. It's not gonna be the hottest take, but I think the Steelers get it done against the Jags this week. Um, that is a hot take hot. if you ignore the records because records are fake. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that, like the Steelers are clear underdogs. Four and two is four and two. Four and two is four and two, man. I think if a team can match the uh energy it's definitely the Steelers against be- energy beating the beating the Jags so that that's my yeah. take of the week and for my lock of the week my lock didn't hit last week cuz the Niners lost <laughs> the Niners the Niners are the one that sold it not the Patriots somehow yeah my lock of the week lock me in the Texans against the Panthers that's say that's that's so unbelievably free. I I cannot blame you, man. I was looking at that game sideways. <laughs> like CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young, though, could be a banger. It could be good. It'd be a Chris, banger, but Texans oh. still better. Yeah, Texans better. Could be a banger though. But Chris, hots and locks, my man. Welcome. The hot take of the week is the Panthers over Texas. I'm so happy that you said that. You read that and took that. I'm so happy because I was like, you know, I literally have the exact opposite. So thank you, Danny, so much for making that so much. You, know, you, took, you did the same exact last week. I did? 
Yeah, but no, no, no. Chris took your hot as his lock. He's taking your lock as his hot. Oh, so shit. maybe it switches. I don't realize. I'm but this, is the, so this is the reason, and my reason I always have narrative. I mean, I love a good narrative. Why not? You can't have a story. Who better to get that first win against than uh, as a in a rookie duel? Who better to get yeah. the guy that said, "Oh, y'all should have clearly drafted C.J. Stroud. He's playing so much better, even though he's a much better team." But so it's like. Hey. You know, let's That's see. Big. So, so I think it'd be it'd be cool for the narrative to see uh, Brian go out there and win, uh, and and lead the Panthers to a victory. So, I would say that is my uh, lock, and I, I I got it as my lock. Yeah. Um. So oh, wait, you have the Panthers as your hot. Oh my hot! Sorry, hot, sorry, hot. Boy, locking Panthers is the is yeah. a crazy thing. Yeah, I, I sold that. Um, <laughs> I am locking the uh, Ravens over Cardinals though. Because uh, I'm going there, they they can't lose on there. They're officially one and zero when I go to games. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to make it two and zero. So I'm I'm gonna lock that in for my boy John and, and Lamar. Yeah, well, I'm glad no one else took this lock. I'm going Chiefs over Broncos. Probably some of the freest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Um, no, nah, I'm going Chiefs over Broncos for my lock. Broncos probably the worst defense of the NFL. Uh, Chiefs. I'll get into them a little bit later. On summer savings, heads up, I'm taking all their yards. I think the Chiefs can have like a build off of that Chargers game where they Mahomes threw 400 yards. Kelsey had his best game of the year. I expect that to translate into the other divisional rival and they move on to seven and one. Mm, my hot take of the week. Uh, you know what? For my hot take, I'm going to take a bite out of, uh, not a bite out of, I'm going to take a page out of Danny's playbook for my hot take. I'm going to take the New England Patriots over the Miami Dolphins. Patriots seem to have got that defensive identity back, gritty type of play. No pun intended with Mike Kosicki. But, um, you know, that offense has a beautiful chance to build off of what they just did against a bad defense. Um, And like I said earlier, with making Purdy uncomfortable, Bill Belichick can very well make Tua look uncomfortable. He can throw him some things he ain't ever seen in his life. So that'll be my hot take. I'm going to take the Patriots over the Miami Dolphins. That's a little wild take to say. Um, I don't. You you took the Patriots in a worser position over a better team. The, the, the Bills aren't better than the Dolphins. Yes, they are. They just played. They just played, and the Bills whooped the shit out of them. Why? Because they pressure Tua. It's that easy. The Bills are better than the Dolphins. I can't believe you just said that. We just watched it. Yeah. Saying this because Bohm strikes out here, doesn't he? Possibly. Um, Yeah, probably. Anyway, we'll get into our sideline summit savings of the week. Uh, My summit savings of the week, I'll be picking every – a touchdown scorer in every game of the one o'clock slate. Nice. We like that. There's what? Uh seven games. Nine. No, one, nine. two, three. Yeah, nine. nine games. So nine touchdown scorers? Yep. One in every different game. Um Hold up. I, oh, sorry, I dropped my notepad. I'm gonna need an entirely different page for whatever you're about to do. Uh okay. So Garrett Wilson will score against the uh Giants. Shitty secondary. You could just rapid fire. I'll, I'll keep up. Don't worry about me. Calvin Ridley will 
get it done against the Steelers. AJ Brown will continue his hot streak against the Commanders. Uh, CD Lamb scores against the Rams. TJ Hawkinson scores against the Packers. Bijan Robinson gets it back in the end zone against the Titans. Tyree Kill, free money against the Patriots, but no Christian Gonzalez. So, what do you have? Seven? So we got two more? Yep. And then we got the Saints game. Give me Kamara scoring. And the Texans Panthers, give me Adam Thielen anytime. Okay, so we have a legit nine-leg parlay to start. Nice. All anytime touchdowns. Um, Chris, going on to yours? Uh, by the way, Dan, I'm going to play that play for a dollar. Thank you. Um, I'm going to play that just because I'm sure that was obviously crazy, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, so mine, I, I'm actually staying away from touchdowns this week because Danny just dropped a banger and because I didn't have any. Uh, so for one, uh, first pick, I'll be taking Kirk Cousins. Uh, passing yards over the, on the against the Packers. I'll be taking Bijan Robinson's rush receiving yards combo against the Titans. Free money. I'll be taking Tyreek Hill's rush receiving yards against the Patriots. And also be taking Pat Mahomes touchdown passing touchdowns over. And then lastly, I will be taking Lamar Jackson's rush passing yards over. Did you say Hill? Anytime after yeah, Bijan? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Bijan was a uh, past rush yards. I mean, uh, rush yes. yards combined. Yeah. And then who was after that? Tyreek? Yeah, Tyreek Hill, uh, uh, rushing receiving yards combined. Rush receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he gets spicy. You get him on a jet sweep and yep. he'll take care of business. And then you said Pat Mahomes over touchdowns. Did you have one after Mahomes? Uh, oh, it was just Lamar. Uh, oh, yeah, Lamar. Lamar, free money. Pass plus rush over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like that one, actually. I'm definitely playing that uh, for sure. Um, I'm going to definitely play Danny and mine so far. I'm playing yours, too. Well, I'm not a psychopath like you people, so <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it short and simple. I'm actually just going to keep it in the Chiefs game. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes over on his passing yards. I'm going to take Kelsey over on his receiving yards, and I'm going to take Rashi Rice for a touchdown. Simple three-leg, keeping it simple. That's why I said I'll bring up the Chiefs later because I like them making me a little bit of money this week. So uh, there's that. Um, sorry, I just need to write it down real quick because I'm going to forget, and I'm never going to I'm not going to look back. So uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Yards. And Rice, touchdown. All right. Well, whew. thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, head on to the audio platforms. Make sure you like, leave a download. Uh, leave us a five-star rating as well. You can do it on any of your favorite audio platforms. Um, we appreciate all the love you guys have been showing. Of course, NBA is back, so we're going to be kind of half and half for most of these episodes. It's going to be action-packed. Um, Try to keep the NBA to, you know, not a minimum, but we're going to bring it up, of course. And then once the NFL season is over, we'll get all into the NBA. Just like when the NBA is over, we get all into the NFL. It is how things go. Uh, you guys got anything to say before we get on out of here? Um, I don't know. Can I just share my uh, fantasy team real quick? Yeah, bro, plug it. Yeah. So, 
I woke up with the fifth pick on accident, and I missed my first two picks. I got auto draft, so I got Jason Tatum and Tyrese Halliburton. Ballers, you win. Then I got I picked Jalen Brunson, Nurkic, Dejounte Murray, Lloyd Markner, Rudy Gobert, Franz Wagner, Jared Allen, Tyus Jones, Duke Legend, Tyus, Tyus Jones, uh, Kevin Herter, and my least favorite player, Jeremy Sohan. He drafted Jeremy. Because he played power forward and point guard. It's such a weird combo. Like you can. He should have drafted Peyton Pritchard. No, oh, I I tried. Instead, I got Franz because he plays shooting guard and power forward. No, (laughs) just list every position at that point. Like you might as well. What's uh, you play power forward? What's stopping you from playing center? You play shooting guard. What's stopping you from running the point, man? Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, by the Magic time you're watching this, the Phils, the Phils have lost, and it is over, and it is officially Celtics-Eagles season, and we're done with baseball. So, uh, from Two-Tone Drip, Culture by Migos, DC Young Fly. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week. I might not. I'll be dead. Oh, wow. That's so crazy way to end an episode.